Welcome to Paul Mort Talk Shit. Curious fellow, but I like him. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. Paul Mort Talk Shit. He's a shady character. What's his name? Oh, hey! Hi there! It's me. It's uh, Mr. Paul Mort of the world famous Paul Mort Talks Shit podcast. And I'm here today with my friend. Uh, Mac Reader. Hey, hey, how we doing? Not producer Mac today. Not producer Mac. Not we're producer doing this slightly different today. We well, because you've got fuck all to produce. <laughs> it is. It's so here's what we've thought button. of, right? Like, I'm like, right, we've just had a drive to Shrewsbury to spend some time with Ollie Alderton, which was fucking amazing. We had a great time. And I thought, you know what? Here's the problem with, with doing this podcast on the road. Uh, I don't like driving. Mm. Um, Mac loves it when I drive because he fucking sleeps the whole time. <laughs> Even if I'm doing coaching calls while I'm driving Or maybe some sales calls while I'm driving Or maybe some meetings while I'm driving Mac just fucking sleeps Do you want to know why? And I've actually figured it out Why? Because for some reason Every I'm time on. I No, every time I step in this fucking car You turn my side up to 28 degrees And you keep yours <laughs> on ice cold So that you're literally putting us in an incubator oh, that is you, oh, it's like you want us to fall mate, asleep. <laughs> I haven't even put the, hit you with the heated seats yet. No, you haven't. I, haven't mate, actually, I, can fit, I, haven't. I love doing that with me dad. When well, I'm in my dad's car. When I'm in my dad's car, right? Whenever <laughs> he comes in my... You can't even get in my car, the old bastard. Bless him. If I, if I put... When I, I always put the heated seats on. He's quite like, what the fuck's that? <laughs> Why is my heart so hot, Why is my heart so hot? Yeah, so we're, um, we're obviously we're on the road. And I thought, um, do you know what? We've got this new mic. The, uh, if you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you know that I have a problem sitting still, so I bought a lapel mic. And then I saw un- the only double-ended thing that I've ever bought. <laughs> Mark, I, I saw a double-ended microphone where we could both have a conversation at the same time in the car. So I have no idea how this sound's going to sound. Max got head that's, that's why we've got a bit of uh, ro- uh, car noise as well. I would car like. noise. Car white noise. Well, I was also thinking we needed to come up with a name yeah. for this. Because yeah. we can't call it Paul Moore Talk Shit because it's so different. It's crazy. So I thought, um, I think I spoke to Chris Ramsey about this, where I was like, I wonder if we could call it Mort's Thoughts. Mort's Thoughts. Uh, but then I was thinking, should we call it Bullshit in the Bullet? Bullshit in the Bullet. Affectionately known as a blue bullet. Yeah. And um, where the fuck are we right now, Mac? I've got no we idea. Where we are. Passing the beach. Oh, I should ask you. Premier Long- Longford. Longford. No idea where. Near Carnock Castle, wherever that is. Carnock. 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 Did it? Say, did I it? don't know. I'm just. <laughs> so, so we'll come up with a name for this. In fact, if you've got suggestion names for this, um, what we're we gonna call this? For this, um, I, I like that bullshit in the bullet. Bullshit in the bullet. Because we but, are gonna detour a lot. The of thing shit. is. I might not have the bullet the next time I do it. I'm thinking about getting a new ride, isn't it? new wheels. We'll have to. Or I'll get a pan from driving. We'll have to adapt. I get a speeding ticket every time I drive. That's why I walk everywhere most. Total speeding ticket. It yeah, is, but, uh, so, so, if you've got any ideas about... I was going to say segment, but it's a whole show. It's like a... I think some people do like solo podcasts, don't they? Yeah. Or, like Joe Rogan has the... Um, the He has the Joe Rogan show and then he has something else, doesn't he? The, M- the, Apart M- from the MMA, MMA like show. That. The, is it the, f- fight, is it the fight show or something? Fight talk or something. Fight yeah. and talk or something. Something like that. Something like that. So it's um, yeah, it's kind of like that segment. So if you've got any good ideas that, that I'm not the calling traveling it shit talks, talkers, I'm not calling it that because <laughs> he's made it sound like a fucking gypsy. <laughs> traveling shit talkers. 
Um, more, more on the motorway. away. That's even worse. So if you've got anything like that, send them in. So um, what I want to talk about today, Mr. Macarena, was prompted by two things. One, somebody last night saying, Paul, any chance you could talk about mental health more on your podcast. Part of me was like, fuck you. I'm working me off traveling the country. I'll do what the fuck I want. But then at the same time, I'm like, do you know what? It's not, it's not that easy because not everybody that I interview wants to talk about that mental health. Yeah. Not everybody has the same strategy. Not everyone even has the same opinion of me about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not everyone even has the same opinion on mental health. So I thought, you know what? Fuck it. Let's do it. And then my friend Lloyd sent me a long ass message last night um, about can you can you cover mental health or depression a little bit more? And the thing that really, really made me think about it was what were the words, Mac? Um, something about the root why is today's society yeah it was more about the. Oh, like, what's the root of depression uh-huh. for like his generation right yeah. I think Lloyd will be like yeah. maybe a little bit older than you Mac yeah and for my generation um, it's easy for it's not easy for me to say but you got to think about it I'm fucking 40 I, I don't know if I've mentioned that before <laughs> this weekend 40 <laughs> <laughs> year old blue belt they're calling us now anyway <laughs> I'm 40 this weekend I've got I'm the typical Married businessman, married, two kids, lost a bunch of weight, etc., etc. But you're fucking 22, um, and fucking still wet behind the ears. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I do. Got a bit of life experience. It's a good it, look. You, and I, if I really look at it, obviously I don't deal with many people your age. Yeah. I basically fight with people that your age. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, when I was 22, I actually just became a personal trainer. So, I, but I think when I when I look. I'm like, your generation, the suicide rate now must mm. be, like, higher than it's ever been for people your age, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, it's mad. And and so I can't... What I was saying to... to it wasn't... I wasn't necessarily saying it. Mac, there's something behind there that's doing me fucking head in. What is it? it? Sounds like a can of pop or a bottle or something behind my seat. Probably fucking something living. Is it that? What's, oh, no. Look what it is. Oh. That fuck, <laughs> oh, it's not that. It it's is. It's not that. It's not. It's not. There's something else. Fucking, oh my god, it's doing me head in. Anyway, listen. Probably these fucking headphones. Can you hear that? It sounds like a fucking can, it's doing me head in. Hey, by the way, Matt, don't Oh, edit. it's a fucking bottle hitting off. Why you got a rock in your car? A rock? You've got a fucking boulder oh. in your car. <laughs> uh, I'd love to be able to answer that question. What are you doing, Matt? Let's not edit this out, let's keep it in. Because <laughs> this is real life, you know, Mush. This is a real life podcast, this. It is. So, yeah, your, your generation, like, there was not any, well, not to my memory anyway, probably because I was fucking taking ease in that all the time. Your brain, I didn't, I had brain cells left then. But when I was that age, it wasn't really, anxiety wasn't really a thing. A thing. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know if that was just for me and my no. friends, but anxiety and depression didn't seem like a thing back then. I de- it's definitely came up. Um, like I, I kind of noticed it through school. Um, really? Like, yeah, because people, people, people would like, and I, 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 looking back on it, I was probably viewing it wrong, but people used to like get, I thought, yeah. like my issue with it was, I, I used to think people played on it too much. Yeah. And there was people who played on it, because you could get out of classes in lessons yeah. to go sit in the isolation unit. The what? The isolation unit. So there's like a, I'm pretty sure every school has them. Isolation or ICU um, is basically either naughty boys go there, 
oh, or naughty boys and girls. I've probably been there before. Or the fucking, like, if you're depressed or if you're getting bullied or something. Yeah, yeah. And you could literally get out of classes by just sitting. The teachers couldn't argue against it. Yes. So I, wow. I had this kind of concept that all these people were saying that. Because, don't get us wrong, there would have been some genuinely struggling. Yeah. But a lot of them were just saying it to get out of it. And yeah. I kind and that kind hey, of tarnished just so you know, it. That would have been me. Yeah. I was doing anything to get out of school. Yeah. But let, let a lot of people do, and that kind of tarnished the... I think I might have pretended to shit my pants once at school. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> miss, I've shit my pants. <laughs> I've done miss. I thought it's supposed to be lumpy. But no, mate, I hear you like that. No, like people yeah. ta- it tarnished the brush for me of, of why people Is what, this real? Yeah, is this real or is it even a thing? Like you're, you're chatting shit, you're just making it up. Yeah. But then obviously there is there is a, um, a handful who are serious. Yeah. But, but it's mad, isn't it? It is. Like, I think it comes down to, so my, like my, there's a small window of like, so I'm 22. Yeah. I think up until about 26, like at this time, 26 to maybe 20 at a push. No. The, there's a weird kind of it's a weird kind of era because we we used to go play Kirby we used to go play beat the letter out on the streets beat like the who? beat the letter you didn't play beat, like the beat the letter postman no beat the letter like you used you to kick the shit out so every, like there was a group of six or something you all were given a letter to make up a oh, word was it COVID it could have been COVID you um, group of six you all get given a letter that makes up a word and right. it's like manhunt you get you run off so that would be a six six, six letter word so. I don't wow. know anything, and then you, you, there was, was one, there was one team that used to go. You had to beat the shit out of them until they give you your letter. Wow! And then that's bad. That, 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 that's, that's fu- banned. That's that shit's banned. But fucking polo, all that type of polo shit. Like people, I... you know what I mean? Like well, we, my kids this year during lockdown were taught them blocker. Yeah, blocker, exactly. Blocker's one. Never played it before. That's crazy. But that, yeah. this, is, this is what this is my point. Like we used to go out and fucking make friends, experience going out, exp- like not on phones and everything. Yeah. So that that like period of like twenty year old to twenty six, we kind of we we were first influenced to Facebook. Yeah. Like we were the first ones to as kids as kids to be getting on Facebook, and it because yeah. I, I remember when I was your age. Yeah. And, and when I was your age, like in school, I don't even think there was phones. No. Nah, well, there wouldn't have been mobile. Phone. There would have been Nokia's with Snake on when I was your age. <laughs> I used to have to ring Leslie's house to speak to my mum. Is Leslie in, please? <laughs> Who's this like? Who? Who? Paul, my name's Paul. You should put on a deep voice. My <laughs> name's Paul. I work in the leisure centre. <laughs> but yeah, that, I think that's the like. It's a weird dynamic to yeah. have from going to being on the streets to kind of being very technologically involved with people. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's such a big jump. Yes. And I feel like at the at the age that we went through it. So yeah. like, I I had a fucking Facebook account when I was like eleven or something. Really. Oh, Literally man. when it first came out, and then like 11, 11 to 16 year olds, a weird emotional time, anyways. Yes. You're going through a lot of changes, yeah. and to have that external pressure growing up. Obviously, kids now they're getting even younger with TikTok and fucking. Yes. So at that, that's my kind of. So you think it's anything to do with the internet? One hundred percent. One one million percent. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've well, Lloyd was 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 asking me to to, to look at the. I know that's what thing. I think. That's what I think his point is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because listen, he has he has he has where I'm at, right? I think I think there's two types of people and we just spoke about this with Ollie, there's two types of things to do when you're comparing your life to somebody else's, right? And I have got a point on this for, for, for guys my age as well. I think there's two types of ways to react to that. There's the, and the, the most common way is, oh, what's wrong with me? Why can't I have that? 
etc etc see that's the easy way what's wrong with me why can't I have that why is my life not that good and I think that's I think that's also default yes also that so do I and then the second the the second train of thought is fuck me how do I get that how can I get that Mm -hmm. but I also think one of the problems is is that the people that were comparing themselves yourself to they're actually a lot of what you see isn't even true no 100% 100% like fucking rented cars yeah. rented fucking houses yeah. rented fucking success uh, filters all that kind of shit um, but yeah like I say I think there's two ways to react but for me for me sorry I'm just trying not to die Ooh, I'm sure we're down that way no we're not much we were ah fucking <laughs> hell this isn't working out man it is man you just do a loop round here well because I'm in the because fu- I'm in the right hand lane now <laughs> Holy shit, this is not ideal, is it? It'll be good, man. Eh? It's all good. I'll just start hacking people up. So, <laughs> so uh, there you go. Fuck you. Sorry, people are beeping and everything. Fuck off. Eat shit. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, listen, yeah. Um, yeah, my comparison. Comparison. So, yeah, I think that's a thing. I also think, oh, fuck. <laughs> comparison. This, this is good. Comparison, I'm trying not to die. Mate, you're on a roundabout. There's no, there's no issue. Can't die in a roundabout. Can't die in a roundabout. Right, where do we need to go? Yeah. Down here. Down there, and then and right. And then right, right off this roundabout. Right oh, back. Comparison. That's a weird. Dub- that's a double roundabout. It is. Don't compare your driving to mine. <laughs> in fact, you probably should if you want to feel better about yourself. <laughs> so I'm talking about comparison, right? And and I'm like, do I think that's the root cause of depression? No. No. I think there's two for me, root causes of depression. Or. One of them's, I don't know, quite know that's unhappiness or depression. It's when your life doesn't match how you'd like it to be. Mm-hmm. So Tony Robbins used to call this your blueprint. So your blueprint is what you'd like your life to look like, like your ideal life. Yeah. And when your life doesn't match your blueprint, that can cause unhappiness. But he used to say, and I learned this a long time ago, the depression comes from when you think you can't do anything about it. So basically, your life doesn't look like what your ideal life looks like and you feel powerless to change it and that's a big fucking thing that and I think the problem with that is most people when they get to a certain age don't even know what like they couldn't even describe what they want their life to look like yeah. other than saying the words better mm. like they couldn't even describe maybe how much money they're earning not that that's that relevant but how much money they're earning where they live who they're married to how old their kids are uh all that kind of shit, how they feel, what the body weight is, what they're doing on a day-to-day basis, yeah. what their job... Like, most people couldn't even describe that. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I solidify it, make I, it real. So it's like, it's like the, 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 they're in this position where they know their life isn't what they want it to be, but they don't even know what they want their life to look like, and they feel powerless to even change where they're at. Yeah. Like, that's a big deal. But you know, and I say this all the time, I think the biggest cause or the biggest reason that people feel depressed is they don't know how to manage their state mm. like, I'm going to say this publicly I never normally say it publicly I normally keep this behind closed doors for when people are already the word I'm looking for is I've kind of inducted them in uh, the unstoppable way of thinking which is taking responsibility can you mm. hear that oh, I can't it's annoying as fuck isn't it you know what it sounds like an empty beer can I, I said beer can there not bacon in Jamaican so I think that people just have no idea how to manage their state. And what I mean by that really is, I think that, and again, this is going to sound harsh and I'm not going to say, somebody will have a pop of this, but fuck it. I'm going to say it anyway. 
I'm not going to say 100% of the time this is true. I'm not going to say this with 100% certainty. But um, I think there's a high likelihood that some people are being diagnosed with depression or diagnosing themselves with being depressed when they're actually just fucking exhausted. Mm. They're not sleeping. They're eating shit. They've got a body full of fucking sugar. They don't know how to fucking breathe properly. They don't fucking exercise. They don't get outdoors enough. They don't get in the sun enough. They don't look after themselves. They're consuming depressing shit. So their eyes are looking at, like, depressing shit. Their eyes are in that comparison mode. They're listening to shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They're just not doing anything that would manage their state in an effective way. Because that's all depression is. Like, you think about it. There is a case for... In fact, I know there's a case of it being in your genes, being more predisposed to depression. Mm -hmm. But I think that... And I mean, listen, I'm not fucking... Doc, I'm not a scientist. We're just a guy that's coached fucking over a thousand people and I've experienced all of this myself and with fucking lots of people. You've all seen it. You've all seen it and heard it, the people that we've been able to impact with what we do here. But um, you don't catch depression. Like, it's not contagious. It's not COVID-19. You can't catch it after 10 p.m. You can't catch it before 10 p.m. It doesn't matter how many people are in your household. It doesn't matter where you fucking... Whether you wear a mask or not. You don't fucking catch it. Yeah. So how can you explain it? Well... That means then that I'm not even going to say my choices. The way I'm managing my state, mentally, physically, and emotionally, is contributing to the way that I feel. And actually, Mac, I'd also put that into the category of your age generation mm. because you, you, like, there's never been as much access to shit food, and mm. um, never been as much access to not even needing to leave the house to get shit food. Yeah. By the way, yeah, there's never been as much entertainment on TV, yeah. and there's never been as much fucking porn. So you don't even have to go out and meet a bird, mate. You don't even have to go out and meet a bird your age. No. When I was 21, I mean, actually, I was with Leslie when I was 21. But like when I was younger, you used to have to if you wanted to fucking ride, you'd have to grab. ride either. Yeah, either put some work in in the bar. Pay, in fact, you couldn't even pay for it very often. There was yeah. no Viva Street then, much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Webby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, it's never been, and even drugs, drugs have never been so easy to get a hold Mate, of. Much. Th th this is you know what I'm saying. This is huge. Booze has never been so easy to get a hold of. You can get fucking drugs delivered to your house. That's what I mean. And and I, I, it's easier. But next announce. It's easier to get a bag yeah. than it is to go. To, even if you're underage, yeah. it's easier to get a bag yeah. than it is to get served underage. Because wow. drug dealers don't care who they're giving it to. Yes. Drug dealers, will, they're making money they'll at the end of the day. Four cans with you. Exactly, with exactly. That's wow. a, that, that's a huge fact. Like, we, I, I remember it was a fucking, it was just mind blown. I was just like, as a, as a, as a kid, like how easy and accessible getting drugs it's is. Smart, isn't it? And, it, and that's a place, like, drugs are probably the biggest factor in, in yeah. my eyes. Because yeah. uh, people, they get stuck in this loop of, once they get a drink, they, they yeah. need it. Yeah. And then, like, if they don't have it, they've got no other social, like, skills. <laughs> yes. It gives them this. It gives them that social boost to kind yes. of go out and be around me. Well, I think what happens, mate, you know, I think once you get onto that, you feel fucking amazing, mm. right? And then, for me, what I think happens is, and this is really why I don't really start. That's why I was like, no, I'm not having that bottle tonight. Yeah. Because if I had that bottle last night, so last night we're in the village in um, Solihull, 
and a guy that I know, Haida, shout out Haida. We, we, when we're in Birmingham, we train pads with them and do a bit of condition with them, and basically we'll get fucking smashed. And he, he sent did. two bottles of Corona up to the room last night because he saw that we live on Instagram. And I said to Mac, I'm not having one. One, I haven't had a drink for 138 days, I think. I think I keep adding an extra day. Every, every you, day I add an you extra day. You say I days. think, and be, them, them two don't go, it's being so precise with a day. No, you're right. It's and then going, I think. It's roughly 137 days. <laughs> <laughs> 0.5 hours. Aye. And uh, I said no, because I know that the first, once I've had two drinks of something, I'm like, I need to fucking have a bag now. Yeah. It's just because it's an ingrained habit. But yeah, I think, it is. I think what happens, Mac, is. It's I think, muscle memory. It is, I. I think what happens is you get on this coaster of you have a fucking great night out, you feel like shit after, you feel like shit. We're just talking about this with Ollie till about Wednesday. And then because you felt like shit all week, your week's been hard. You deserve it. You kind deserve of, a, your a week's, drink. Your week's been harder yeah. than necessary. Yeah. So you get to Friday and you're like, oh, thank yeah. fuck for that. And then it's stress relief. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you just get on this roller coaster that you can get off. Mm-hmm. But I think that people just forget it. People forget what it's like to feel good. Mm. So the only way they can feel good Like is, properly feel good, not like yes, fake feel good. Yes. Like feel good within yourself. The only way they can feel good is with booze and yeah. gear and weed and fucking whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is people are taking these days. I need to concentrate for a second here, Mark. I'll tell you what else we need. Money. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Wallet. Much. Wallet. We're currently going through the toll road in Birmingham. Birmingham. That was for, that was for our American audience with our attitude of gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Hold on a second. Sorry for the noise, you guys. Mate, Pulling this it is... out of the bag. It's Mate. quick, though. I don't know how it Mate, doesn't need your pin. Talk about um, reality fucking podcasting. This is it. This is it. This is it. So, yeah, that's, so that's where I think that, that depression... Um, that, that for me, the two, <laughs> the two biggest causes of depression... Not causes, but two of the biggest roots of depression for me is... One when your life doesn't match up to your blueprint and because there's nothing wrong with that my life doesn't really match up to my blueprint but that's exciting because I know but I know what my blueprint is yeah right and, and my blueprint this is the great thing about it my blueprint keeps changing mm. that's exciting mm-hmm. and I don't feel powerless to change it yeah and I think we'll touch on that in a second just just log that in your memory man Power- if I had a pen I'd have you write that down powerless I don't feel powerless, powerless to, change to change it, it. And the second piece is, and I think this is huge, and I talk about it so often, it's just the ability to manage where you're at physically, mentally, and emotionally. Like, people just leave that to chance. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. people, like, like I've covered that in so many free trainings and that, but I think the ability to manage your state, how you feel, because you've got to consider you're in control of that, how you feel mentally, physically, and emotionally, the ability to control that, for me, is probably the biggest contributor to your overall feeling of happiness. It's hard to feel happy when you're fucking knackered all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's hard to feel happy. Like, I've said this before. My life on a Monday and a Tuesday, life fast. Eh? Excuse One me. 1-0. That's Chris Ramsey did two burps on a podcast. I've just did a fart first time for everything. But I think that, that my life can feel can be exactly the same on a Monday as it is on a Tuesday. Exactly the same. But on a Tuesday, I'll feel a little bit shitter just because I'm fucked. Yeah. Isn't that mad? At least for a few hours anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's mad that all that happens, isn't it? It's like your life always feels worse on a Monday than it does on a Friday. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Hang on. 
I don't want to die. But yeah, so that's it. That's for me. That's such a huge contributor in, like, just your overall. Um, I wouldn't even say your happiness, but being able to manage your state is a massive contributor for your ability to feel happy with your life. Because that's all it is, really. You know, like, happiness is essentially just a feeling. It's not a fucking journey. It's not a destination. It's not a fucking mythical universe with fucking unicorns that and women with three breasts are. What's that movie where the woman with three tits is? I'll tell you a little secret clue. now. I'll tell you a little secret now. The first time I ever seen a tit on TV, the movie was called Total Recall, I think. Fucking there was a woman hell. with three tits and all three of them were mint. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a Total first, Recall. That's going, a, I remember playing the game. That, that's the first time I'd seen a tit on TV. Before that, it was like when you used to go in the bushes. Well, I'd be walking across Centre Park Field in the bushes and be porno mags. You know about this? <laughs> Leslie doesn't believe me, so you guys listen in. There might not be any you ladies left now. But, <laughs> but listen, me and the podcast evolving in the pure film. I've got a funny one after. But, but my wife didn't believe me that you could find porno bushes in mags. Porn what? Porno bushes. There was a lot of bushes in there, man. <laughs> but basically, if, if ever you used to go on a field, like across a field, yeah. you'd always see a porno mag in a bush uh-huh. where some weird fuck, I'd probably been fucking rubbing one out. In that man. Did you ever see that when you were a kid or not? No, no. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, that, that's... You got porn on the internet? Yeah. I, used to, I remember walking. Accessible. I used to walk from my mum's house over at the local leisure centre for work. I was 16. And I used to hand out the rubber bars and the rubber, <laughs> rubber bands in the leisure centre to tell the kids when they needed to get out of the pool. And as I was walking over, I'd walk through the, like a bush area and there'd just be open porn mags everywhere. <laughs> Funny enough, with loads of bushes in. I'll tell you when I was 16, 1996, women must have not bothered shaving <laughs> their pubes. Me, it was the in thing, wasn't it? It was the in thing. Uh, so I'll tell you. Tell you twice this. in two days, I'm just talking about pubes. Well, I'm, I'm going to blow it out the park. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get deep on some of my <laughs> fucking... This is how I knew I was straight from a young age. Bush, bushy readers. <laughs> so <laughs> I used to have... Are you, in, in That's gonna be your new nickname. House in coming to the cage. What with fucking bush bushy reader. reader? Bushy reader. It's now to do with bushes, like bush it just, that. Got us, it was the porno mags actually. Bush But I used to have in the garage. I used to apparently used to was obsessed with page three. Oh really? I, I used, wow. bear in mind I was like fucking seven. Is page three still a thing? I don't. I think so actually. I Maybe don't know. I'm not that obsessed. Maybe when with I was that age, I used to look in the Littlewoods catalog at the bras. Mate, well, this is what I'm getting on to. I used to fucking, I used to strip them, strip them pages out of page three, and I used to tuck them away behind a file in the garage no that way. had the PlayStation, and I, I used to call it my office. And I used to, I used to, seven. I used to talk about the office to the family, but and think they didn't know what it was, but they all knew what it was, oh, wow. and which I later found out. But I used to walk around when we used to go around Asda. I used to fuck off. And I used to walk down the bras and make oh, that aisle. Hey, hey. What, <laughs> so you, the, you know how hey, bras you and... look great in a thong. <laughs> yeah, I probably, that. I mean, I'd fucking smash it. would look amazing in a thong. But you know on the bras and knickers, on the hangers? Yes. The little stickers? Yes. I used to take them and put them in my office. What, the stickers? With the pictures on? With the, and what it looks like when you've got it on? Of the lasses in the bras oh, and knickers. Oh my God. Mate, I was a little back, fucking pervert. Back the pervert reader, wow. <laughs> and wow. That was, uh, that's, that's how I knew I was straight from a, a very young age. Amazing. Amazing, um, but yeah, back to uh, the seriousness of. I've got no idea what we're talking about. I just, I, I'm now just thinking about you, <laughs> with a fucking three-piece suit on, a shirt and tie, and a briefcase, cigar, with just tits all over the place. Aye, aye wow. The, the office. Aye, wow. What we're talking about? This is uh, your, this is your job. Power, 
powerless change. Powerless to change. People feeling powerless to change. Yes. So again, you've got to consider. So that's probably the difference, right? Between, you know what we were talking about before, about the two reactions to, to deal with mm-hmm. comparison. Mm-hmm. And I get it, by the way, I've got a couple of insights on this. That makes sense. The people that will say, um, not say, oh, what's wrong with me? Why aren't I like that? Right? And it's not, listen, it's not the case for everyone. You've got to realize, listen, there's thousands of people listening to this podcast. I can't speak for every person. Mm. So there have to be some generalization here. I'm speaking from personal experience. When my energy is low, guess what? When I'm comparing my life to someone else's, I feel I struggle with it. Yeah. Cause I, why? Because my fucking energy is low. Yeah. You know what I mean? And how's he doing all that? I can't be bothered to do anything today. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, if you're going in that victim mode, why ain't me life as good as that? Is is like, why can't I do that? Why? Aren't, oh, I wish I was this. That's because you're in powerless mode, which essentially means, what I mean by powerless is, you've got your finger pointed at everything else, your circumstances, your upbringing, your town, um, your job, your level of intelligence, your parents, your ex-wife, your girlfriend, your fucking kids, your parents, whatever. That's what I mean by powerless. So you so, feel so, powerless to change anything as long as you blame other people and other things. Stuff that you can't change. Yes. Put, yeah. Yes. It's like putting, so, yeah, you're basically putting the power in Yeah, and hands, listen, that, that's, not, that's not to say that your upbringing isn't important. Your ex-wife may be a cunt. Your ex-husband may be a bellend. Your kids may be a pain in the butt. But, like... You'll always feel powerless and probably remain powerless whilst you continue to do that. Yeah. So for me, I, I sometimes still get like this, by the way. I'm not saying I'm perfect. It definitely wasn't that rock that was making that noise. He's still making it. Maybe it's in the boot. Maybe it's somewhere else. Anyway, I'll fill you in. Matt, we'll have to fill them in in the next podcast. Uh, what it was. About the mysterious empty uh, can in the back of the car noise. Yeah. I've just heard it. Oh my god, I feel like I've got a fucking mouse in the back of my car, yeah. Is it? Yeah. Anyway, so it doesn't out there. Oh, it might be on my side, yeah. Right so, um, yeah, this this whole powerless to change thing. So, let's look at that statement that I made, which is when your life doesn't match how you want it to be, that can be make you feel shit, make you feel sad, or found it. Found it. That's a, it's an empty can of coconut Red Bull. Shite, them by the way. They are shite. Shite. Um, oh. It's still making it. It's not like, oh my god. Oh my god. So it's okay for your life not to match how you want it to look. And for some people, that's what you would call goal setting. Mm. Right? You got to think about that. When you're setting a goal, it's because you want some area of your life or all of it to get better. Like, <laughs> this fucking thing is. If that whole not being, like, no, if that whole comparing your life to where it is right now, to where you want it to be, like, if you look at it one way, it can be like, oh, my life shit, my life's this. And I get it, by the way. But the other part of that is, all right, then, well, how am I going to close the gap? One, what do I want to look like? Two, what do I need to do to get it like that? And for me, that, that is exciting. exciting. That's well. what purpose feels like. But the biggest challenge is, oh my God, the biggest challenge is when you think you can't change it. Like anybody, and I don't care who you are, 
what you are anybody can make a change in any area of their life because how do I know this right the most inspirational stories are about the, the people that have overcame the most adversity mm. like do you know what I mean I think Rogan says something like this it, it, it's like be the superhero of your own movie yeah. and what he means by well, that is definitely American <laughs> yeah but no it, it, it makes perfect sense like the superhero is he never starts off fucking amazing nah, I've said this he always well. goes down some shit yeah. and then literally Rocky would have been shit if he started off as champion exactly. of the world and exactly. he, just, he just had a world title fight yeah 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 <laughs> you know what I mean but no I think I think you can use a lot of like whatever your upbringing is or whatever has happened with your family and stuff like I, I haven't had a father figure in my life until I started working with Morty <laughs> But I've I've used that throughout my life as fuel. Yeah. Like I, I, that's the reason I learned to fight yeah. because I want to be able to protect my family. Yeah. And I, I like I, obviously I understand people's circumstances are different with father figures, but like you know when mate, mo- there's so many examples of this. Mate, it's but so many people just it's like you can either win or cry about one. it. Exactly. Tony Robbins, world's best fucking motivational speaker. If you want to call him that, right? That's he never had a, he never had a dad in his life. Phones just fucking died. Oh shit. I haven't got the map on. Good job, we're adaptable. It's good job, we're adaptable, but we may have just bought ourselves an extra 30 minutes on the podcast, bro. Yeah, so, uh, you were saying? Um, not, like, you can use that as a fuel, whatever it is, like, your kids, your fucking, if, you, if your kids well, are mate, doing like, your head in, then do that's you know, fuel to make them. My thing was, my thing, I used to blame, I blamed all sorts. I blamed um, only having two GCSEs. I blamed... Um, my dad for almost forced me into a job that I didn't want to do. I blamed uh, my town. Yeah. Remember, that's why I moved to Marbella. I was like, yeah. I hate South Shields. Yeah. I hate South Shields. You haven't pressed start on that much. I hate South Shields. I hate everyone here. So I blamed them for the way that I felt. Blamed other people. I blamed energy vampires and I blamed negative people in that. Nothing changed for me until I started taking responsibility. I'm like, well, I'm the one in charge of how I feel. And then I went through a period of blaming bipolar. For the way that I behaved, for the way that I operated, for the way that I spoke to people, for the way that I trekked people, for the habits that I had. Oh, well, I'm bipolar. So I thought it would give me, it was almost an excuse for my behavior. So I, I totally get it. Um, but yeah, I think that nothing, nothing's going to change for everybody, for anybody. And I'm going to frame this in my new book. Nothing's going to change until you take responsibility for all of it. All of it. Like, what you've done in the past, the part that you've played, where you're at right now, your body weight right now, your relationship right now, because it takes two to tango in a relationship, where you're at inside of your business right now. You think about this, you've got to take total, you've got it, I can hear it. You've got to take total responsibility. It's a kind of sun kiss. To pinch that from uh, Old Trafford. That was it, that was definitely that was it. it. All the noise is gone, there you go. It was a mystery kind of sun kiss. For the past 10 minutes, I've been climbing and around. That was, the we got that from when um, we met Crawler from the Crawler podcast. Fucking I remember hell. it. Because I've never seen that drink before. Have you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like Have it. you? Yeah, it's nice. So, uh, yeah, nothing's going to change until people take 100% responsibility for it. Like, you can't, you think about this. It's easy to blame depression. And I get it, because that would have been my go to thing. Oh, it's my depression. And with my depression, and that's a problem as well, using the word my. But it's like, it's easy to blame that, especially when you feel like shit. But what you got to consider is that taking responsibility isn't about whose fault it is. Mm. 
or who's to blame. Like, I think responsibility gets a bad rap. It's like discipline. Yeah. Discipline gets a bad rap because people think it means, like, sacrifice and pain yeah. and suffering. But, like, res- the word responsibility gets a, a real bad rap because it always feels like, oh, well, I'm to blame. Oh, it's my fault. Uh. It's essentially just taking charge. Mm. Like, for me, there's nothing more powerful than taking, right? I'm, when you take charge, you're essentially, right, drawing a line in the sand and saying, okay, that's all gone. I played my part in that. Um, I'm responsible for the way that I feel. I'm responsible for how I behave. I'm responsible for what happens next. No one else. And that's what I'd call taking charge, but also taking back power. Like a, a lot of, and a very American thing to say at this point, for some reason Americans are getting into me. Eh? <laughs> My attitude of gratitude. This would be what I'd call like reclaiming your personal power. Yeah reclaiming your personal power so if you guys listening in probably a bunch of you might disagree with me it is what it is right um, but I'll have you consider that if you do disagree with me maybe you're one of those people that is always going to feel powerless now there's only one reason you continue to feel powerless because you get something from it but that's an entire yeah. other discussion that getting something from your behaviour mm-hmm. um, that's a completely separate discussion now. but yeah I think that there's, there's probably a bunch of you guys that disagree with me but if you are somebody that is experiencing what I'd call mood swings whether that's with anxiety panic attacks whether that's with depression whether that's with whatever it is experiencing mood swings the ultimate thing you can do today is understand that mood movement the way that you feel that is ultimately you have the power to control that. Yeah. And when you understand, the moment, in fact, the whole time you think that you can't control how you feel, you'll always feel out of control. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. I think that, I think that. And that's just a switch in your thought pattern. Exactly. Moving as well. Like it's. Yeah, mood so follows. I think we're, important. I think they've seen that I've heard, and I can't remember where I heard it. And I like giving people credit, me. I like giving people credit. I'm no, there's no fucking Jay Shetty here. That could be a lawsuit. We might have to edit that out. <laughs> fuck, it. Fuck, uh, fuck it. Fuck it. Not in the fuck blue it. bullet. No not, lawsuits in ah, the blue bullet. Ah, you can bullet. do what you like in the blue bullet. <laughs> no one's listening at this point when no. it's just me and you because we've got no famous. <laughs> I'm doing them speech bubbles thing. We've got no famous people on. Yeah. Soon enough, Mosh. Eh? <laughs> By the way, you guys listening, if you're intending on coming to IFS in Lisbon wow. in 2021, or indeed any of our events or any of the speaking engagement that, that I'm involved with where Max is going to be there, um, don't forget... Buy him some sparkling water. Yeah. He particularly likes it with pickled ginger. <laughs> what are you saying about pickled ginger? Uh, well, well, so, Mac is from Simonside in South Shields. Simon. He's not a cosmopolitan More commonly man. known. He's not like cosmopolitan Paul. No. He's just started getting into sushi. Mm-hmm. I actually haven't even had proper sushi. I've had Morrison's sushi and <laughs> Weight Rose sushi. Weight Rose sushi is a little Weight bit better, to be fair. Morrison's sushi, bang. It's never had, it doesn't. Un- it does, It mate. doesn't. It does. doesn't. Well, now I can tell you never had proper sushi. <laughs> what were you saying? Because I've got a feeling you've been doing something. In fact, we'll have to do a poll on this because someone will say I'll do that as well. What? What were you doing with the ginger before? Chucking like, it away. You never ate it? No, so I've tried it a few times. And how did you eat it? Ate it on the sushi. Aye. So like put it on the sushi. Aye. But it's, 
The thing like, is, there's no instructions about these No, sushi. there's not. You're right. <laughs> there's no but instructions. But I was fucking baffled at what the fuck. I've never had soy until I tried it on sushi. Soy sauce. Really? I probably had it in stuff, but not like as a dip. Really? Nah, nah. But, I've um, often wondered why. What? So I don't know. Yeah, that's always coming in. What's that other one that it comes with? The spicy one? Wasabi. Wasabi. That's fucking banging. Wasabi. You like that? Oh, I. I like hey. spicy shit. Ma- Ma- I gave Max it while I want holiday. Oh, it's, 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 a, it's a very uh, it's a radish, acute man. spice, it's a radish. isn't it? It's a radish. It's like I watched the other day. I introduced. You know, my mom had Darren's. And I watched fucking. Um, Jackass. Jackass. Well, I introduced my nine-year-old son to Jackass the other day. The first thing that he seen was Steve-O doing a line of sushi. A mass, sorry, not sushi. Wasabi. wasabi. Did it. Wasabi snooter. Wasabi. Wasabi snooter, he called wasabi. it. Uh, I can't believe we're back around to sniffing again. Sniffing wasabi. But yeah, um, depression. Depression, depression, depression. Like I've said, I'm, I'm going to ram these points down your throat. One. Um, Move. When you compare where you're at, to where you want to be and you feel powerless to change it that's a challenge mm. big challenge and your inability or refusal I might cover this as well your refusal to get a handle on and manage your state are for me the two biggest reasons why people feel and create depression now, I want to touch on the refusal things. This is important. I used to talk about this a lot, but I never really do anymore, right? I remember reading this in a book a long time ago, and I stole it and put it in mind. You've got to consider, this sounds harsh, and it sounds a bit cunty, but it'll make sense if you really look at it. You have the life that you're willing to put up with, right? And what I mean by that is, if you're not happy with your life, and you're not doing anything about it, that means you're willing to tolerate it, right? Like, by default, if you're not willing to do the work, you are willing to stay the same. You can't be both willing to change and unwilling to do the work. So that makes a lot of sense for me. You can also say that with the way that you feel. If you feel a certain way and you know how to change the way that you feel and you don't do anything about it, then you're also willing to stay feeling like that. So yeah, I thought I'd get that in, Matt. Do you think that sounds harsh? No, I think no. that's true. It's a, it's a, I've, I don't very mention it these days anymore, but if you really looked at it, and you know how to change your life, or you've got a rough idea of how to change your life, then, um, and you're not doing anything about it, then that means that, well, complaining about it is going to change fuck all, really. But it legit means that you're willing to stay the same. Like, you, you think about it, you can't be willing to change your life and not do anything about it at the same time. No. Like, you think about this, most transformations have started when somebody said, I'm no longer willing to tolerate feeling like this, yeah. behaving like this, in this job, in this relationship, I'm no longer willing to tolerate this body, this weight, this whatever. Well, you, yeah, it is, or you'd be fucking doing it. Simple as. Exactly. Simple yeah, as. and I think, though, you know, I think some people's default is just also people like complaining. Mm. I, I, that, I, that's a genuine thing, you know. I honestly think people, people like boasting about how shit they feel to people... <laughs> I do. No, yeah. I honestly do. I, I honestly think people get a kick of being like I think though, the most you know, hungover or the most I think though, ill. Man, I do that as well, actually. But I think it's because it makes them feel a little bit better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, but I was thinking about this the other day. Mate, I was talking to the guys the other day and I said, you, you'll hit me up on this. How often when someone complains, do you kind of join in with the complaining and agree? 100%. It's mad, isn't it, that? 100%. It's mad, isn't it, that? It's like, 
tired Tuesday. I'm fucking saying I'm tired. I'm not even fucking tired. I'm not tired. I come in, I'm like, I'm not tired. Maybe I should stop labelling it that. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, for a little bit on Tuesday, when I'm doing the podcast, I'm not tired. Nah. But then this Tuesday when we couldn't get food, fuck me, mate, yeah. I lost me shit. I think, um, are we going to pause this and wrap it up and then come no, back? No, let's fucking wrap it up, mate. Wrap let's it up. wrap it up. I think I don't want to bang on about we are and just, teach for we're, too we're long. We're sitting at a spa petrol station at the minute, just waiting to get petrol. So I didn't know if we was going to continue it after. We're, we're obviously at the OK Diner. Do OK you know Diner. OK Diner. I'll tell you what it doesn't look. The A38 northbound. A38 northbound. Mark, OK Diner. Looks anything but okay. It looks a fucking American. It looks that was Austri- that look, was Australian. You sounded like no, it was South fucking. African. You sounded like that guy of fucking Avengers that we're talking about before. <laughs> Cork. All right, guys, uh, don't forget go leave us a like, a review. It's not even a like, is it? Go subscribe to the podcast. Go leave us a review. Go leave us a rating, and don't forget to head on over Paulmore.uk where I'm also gonna let you start submitting questions and sending some maybe some dirty stories in. Yeah, yeah. See you later.